Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It is March 24th, 28th, 24th. What day is it? It's March 24th, Friday. March 24th. What's good is not our microphones. Not our microphones. But now they're great. Not our Twitch setup. <laughs> not our, uh, you know, good is, de- Miriam Webster good is defines relative. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is episode 50 of Waypoint Radio, which That's is why good. it's going to be a short one. Uh, I'm exhausted. I was here until midnight last night. You sure were. Uh, and then I had to get up for a 9 a.m. meeting. You sure did. Um, here, why were you at the office till midnight? We did a big esports thing last night. Oh. We, so Vice, our friends at Vice World of Sports, which is a TV show in Viceland, did an episode. They're doing a whole season on rivalry. And so they did uh, an episode on the rivalry between Aphromu and Doublelift, who used to be teammates on CLG, okay. uh, League of Legends team. I mean, CLG is like a big esports like brand Canadian that has a bunch of League separate of games. The Canadian League of Games, no Counter Logic Gaming. Counter Logic Gaming. Um, okay, and then cool. Double Lift, <laughs> Double Lift, and Africa ended up getting having some beef and then bouncing and then like it's a, it's like definitely one of those stories of like they both. There's a lot of ways to tell that story. There's the one that's like, oh, they're they're the same. They're too they're too similar, and that's what their beef is. The yeah. root of their beef. Um, there's the other version of it, which is that. Uh, one of them had parents who like understands esports and like cheers him on, and the other one has parents who don't really understand. Like, why couldn't and, like, you be in the chess club? Exactly. Or why yeah. couldn't you just be like a normal a normal kid? And so there's a little bit of a little bit of uh, that going on. But it's it's a great episode. You can watch that. I think it's on YouTube now. Yeah. Yeah, it should if be. If you go to the Vice World of Sports YouTube or the Vice Sports or Vice Land And you had Afro Moo with you We had Afro Moo on last yeah. night. We chatted for a while. We showed the episode. And then we spoke with the producers, um, nice. Rob and I, our very own Rob Zachney. Our uh, very Spoke own. With, with Evan and uh, Alianka, who were the two producers on the on the project. Nice. It was cool. So I was here until midnight, though, because it turns out that esports athletes... Uh, they have need, weird hours, right? They scrim, yeah. which means scrimmage, <laughs> scrimmage, for like 12 hours a day from like... 10 to 10 or something and so we oh you know from like 7 to 7 and so it was okay. like 7 30 was when we got him 7 30 pacific In time pacific, yeah. and so that was 10 30 our time so one of those one of those work nights and so i was like oh what if we just do like a short episode today even though it's episode 50 we'll have to make it up uh an episode 100 but we can make it short and sweet though we can no, we can't because we picked a topic that is the opposite of sweet <laughs> yeah but people like this stuff it's sweet it's sweet for people okay. to hear the retribution Towards games that maybe get a little too much. You sound love. like a Conan character. Like retribution is you, the sweetest. I don't know thing. if you knew this, but I am a Conan character. I, I would yeah, believe. It. I am Danielle, I can, the Conqueror, the Skull Crusher. I can see that. The Crusher of Skulls. Both of those things. <laughs> I am both of those beautiful things. But then I put them back together. You know, it's part okay. of my shtick. I gotcha. You you're know, a Conan character with. You're more of a Conan character than a Conan yeah, character. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not gonna lie. All right, so. What's our topic today? 
We also, have... Patrick and Danielle are here with me as Hi. always. Blah, 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 live from Lobby One. Yeah, live from Lobby One. <laughs> so we got a really great topic from an email. I think he may have wanted to uh, remain anonymous. Okay. But it was from a, a, a young man, uh-huh. introduced himself as a young man, who does not like The Witcher 3. Uh-huh. And based Can on this... Can I just read this email? I, yes. I I'm think just don't say what name. his name is. But yeah. Uh, Sup. Begins this it's a person. good email. I like. Call them I was e- hoping that was his name. Sup? Sup. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to admit something I've never told anyone before. Before anyone gets mad at me, just know that I'm 16. So don't be a dick about it. Because yep. otherwise, you're technically being a dick to a child. Don't want that. I was listening to your episode from Monday, March 20th, and a recurring topic seemed to be a popular opinion around certain games, franchises, etc. Someone submitted a question asking if there were games that you get that get a lot of shit from their communities um, and but that we liked, right? Yes. Uh, as you talked about this, I started to wonder about thoughts I have on a game that goes against the popular opinion, which brought me to a secret I don't want to admit. I hated The Witcher 3. I don't know why. I don't know what about it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why everyone else saw that I can't. But it was easily one of the worst games I've ever played, and I've played through oh, the... Oh, come on! Young Sup! Young Sup! Come in- on, I was with you for a moment there! And I've played through the entire thing, hoping that it would all suddenly click <laughs> for me, and I would love it like I'm supposed to. About three months after I finished it, I tried going back and replaying it, but I've yet to find a single moment of that game that I don't regret sitting through. <laughs> I could go on forever, but I don't want to take up too much of your time making you read this. Ultimately, my question is simple. Are there any games or franchises that, are, that seemingly everyone but you loves, but that you can't stand? And how do you deal with that? Do you argue your side or just kind of stay quiet about it? If you don't have any examples like this, can you just make one up so I don't feel like a jackass <laughs> for saying my whole Witcher thing? Oh, sup. Thanks. Sup. First of all, I want to say... Thanks, he, gave, he gave Sup a re- he gave The Witcher Three a real chance. I like this that's not the best chance only, you could theoretically give. Only it. played like five minutes and was like, I hate this shit. Like this person, he gave it a shot. Yep, he definitely tried. So sure. you know, so, thank I, you, Sup. Thank you, Sup. All the power to you. I hope high school's going well. I have two. I don't know how many you have, Austin. I don't know how many you um, have, Patrick. But I have two, and I'm just opening it up with that that I have two. All of them. Right, you're, you're pretty much every game ever. That's correct. Uh, the thing about me is I haven't reviewed a lot of games, so I think people don't... I think... So I present as, like, a fairly positive dude, mm-hmm. um, and I am a generally positive dude. Like, as always, all of my, like, criticality and negative feeling is built on the back of the belief that we could be doing better. Yes, um, which is a very good place to come from, I think. Totally. Yeah. The thing is that that also means that most things are things I don't like very much. Right. Uh, and so, like, actually, if you do look at my reviews, you'll see, like, lots of sixes and lots of fives, which I, I like using the middle of, of the, like, one to ten sphere. But um, I don't know if anything specific sticks out. But come back to me, and I'll okay. and I'll see if there's, like, a specific thing. The, the real thing to think about, though, is, like, if I had to review 90% of games, they would probably get between a six and a seven. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard for something to get an eight or above for me. Um, that's fair in my head even like even when like, I'm playing a thing Patrick how about you I was trying to think I was trying to think through this I think I, I wrote down so I came, I came up with uh, the example that sticks in my head from the last like 10-15 years is is Metal Gear Solid 4 Metal Gear a game Solid that I think 4 is, it, is, mm-hmm. it is atrocious mm-hmm. it is bad mm-hmm. it is it is it is not good the story is not stop telling it like 30 <laughs> hours before you started specifically I've talked about this before I think Metal Gear 1 and 3 are brilliant, and I think Metal Gear 2 and 4 are garbage. And those games are connected in terms of how they do storytelling in a way that 
I don't think it's surprising that if you, you know, enjoyed one that you'd enjoy three. And then if you enjoyed, didn't enjoy two, you, uh, Austin is just like throwing things around. It's the Star Trek system. Which is every other. Every other. I mean, it's it's opposite of what Star Trek is, the Star Trek movies. Because he's saying two and four are the, eh. He's wrong. That's okay. And one and three are the, yeah. So I respect that. That's what, yeah. but, but, but here's the actual problem with this. The thing that I want to get to it about this dude's question, about Sup's question, is that is it the case that everyone loves the thing except for you? I mean, that's no, never actually definitely not. It's, or, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't even just mean that literally. I do mean that figuratively in that I think right. there really is a community of haters of most things that do succeed, that do very well. And I say that because I have the same arguments lobbed at me from a billion different people who are quoting the same source that they don't necessarily think that they're quoting often about yeah. things I like um, or that I do the same thing to somebody else, right? Which is just like when somebody else – like what's the thing – I'm trying to now think of a thing that's like super popular that I've, always, that I've been down on in, in the past – like out of any game, or yeah. Out of any like what's game one? In the what's world? one of you? What's the one that comes to mind for you? For me, it's been like professional wrestling. <laughs> no, but what's the game? Oh, oh, my games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Shadow of Mordor for me sure. is one of the absolute tops. I, I, again, I acknowledge that. Right. I'm sure there are people who've disliked this game, but it was over overwhelmingly critically well received, and it was something that it felt like. With Twitter conversations, with stuff I read on Reddit, with mm-hmm. sort of the people general like sway was positive for yeah. that game and it did less than nothing for me which yeah. i think it's just a personal taste thing which is fine <laughs> less than nothing was like it nicked, less like it than nothing. You wasted your time. it really did i think it's good to admit that yeah i think it's good to be able to do that and like get that out there what was it specifically that hung up it was a hang up for you for me well, not even a hang up why didn't it succeed at like entertaining you even at the basis level i think in in general if a game makes me tired as opposed to yeah. making me excited that is my sort of number one. If a game makes me angry, I'm probably going to be interested in it. That's how I felt about The Witness. Um, sure. This, instead of anger, it was just tired. Just I just I was in that world. It looked boring and drab and gross. I'm not the biggest high fantasy fan in general, which is part of why The Witcher yeah, being so you, good you helps me. Both. me. Yeah. You and me it's both. It's just not my thing, And yet you both you know? love The Witcher, right? Yes. I mean, The Witcher well, is uh, that uh, high, level yeah. above. It's like, well, yeah, it's like generally speaking, high yes. fantasy yeah. has to get over a pretty high bar yeah. for me to get Invent, like Skyrim managed to do that, although that had less to do with the high fantasy than it was like my first real interaction with like that deep into a Bethesda game. Yeah. And and yeah, generally high fantasy or Lord of the Rings. T- and I like Lord of the Rings, but it's just it's not like a subgenre uh, or aesthetic or setting that like really does like anything. You don't, for when me. you see a shield and like armor, nothing about you goes like, oh man. Yeah. Which is no, like, but if you took that shield and armor and put it in space, right. exactly. then we're talking. Right. Exactly. Which is uh, If you just put dragons in space. That'd be cool. Space dragons. That'd be fine. Cool. I'm telling you, Starfield's going to happen. You keep watching. That's Bethesda owns that, that IP. <laughs> They're going to do it. We're going to be space in dragons. We're going to do it. Oh. I think that that's like a, a, a totally viable, a totally allowed thing. I, for me, it was probably Far Cry 3, which was like. Oh, sure. Which was a thing that was really. But again, like even I had my little community of people who were like, totally. Far Cry 2 is a good one. Why, why, why don't why, you like this? Why don't you like this one about the white savior? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I missed the last one, which was all about disempowerment. This one's all about like being a dude bro being a who cool saves. Bro with his- <laughs> Indigenous people paragliding. Yeah, one of the games I I thought of that I I wrote was uh, um, I really liked uh, Bastion a lot mm. and could not like beating Transistor was one of like the slogs of my life. Oh, I feel no. like I actually feel like that was pretty 
people did seem to like like oh yeah I really like Bastion Transistor was okay felt like the the response to that for me maybe I don't know I felt like when that game came up you were like oh Super Bastion did it again and like or Super Giant did it again and uh, I love the music I love the art there's so many things I like I listen to that soundtrack all the time yeah but like the story and just I couldn't the story I, I was not with that game. Amazing yeah. in that game. I uh, I don't really like either of those games. Okay. I couldn't get through Bastion for the reason that you couldn't get through Shadow of the Mordor. Tired you out. It just tired me out. Like yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, I get the premise here. The moment to moment action isn't doing it for me for some yeah. reason. I I like the I like it conceptually, and I really liked Transistor conceptually. Not only like in terms of setting, but even in terms of like combining the different power sets and really all of like that stuff. I like the gameplay in Transistor, personally. I, think I, found was, it interesting. You know, I think the pacing is what sure. threw me off on it. It's like the each fight I enjoyed, but there were too many fights between yeah. like narrative drops, which is what was the thing that I was interested in. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't think it was that well-paced either. Yeah. I'm with you. So, I, I like it generally, but it, I fully acknowledge those are Totally good criticism. Yeah. I think the one that's the one that I'm thinking about the most right now is probably Horizon, mainly gotcha. because yep. every day some new person messages me and Patrick sometimes who <laughs> likes Horizon to say like, "Why don't you like Horizon more?" Which is a st- I, I've never said that, but I, I have felt in retrospect that when we talked about that game and it was just me and you talking about yeah. it, that like you. I, like, fell into the Austin Walker distortion field. I was like, maybe I don't like that game as much as I thought I did. Listen. And then, like, I got some distance from you, and I was like, no, I really fucking like that mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yep. Listen, uh, there's a reason I like Fair. KOTOR 2 a lot, and it's because the main character has the ability to slowly sway everyone around him based on how he feels about things, or how, how she, yep. cano- canonically, she feels about things. Yeah. And, I, you know, I feel some kinship there. You're right there. I just think Horizon is a pretty okay <laughs> game. Uh... No, I think that, that I that, really like that game. I think that game's great. You are allowed to. That is specifically <laughs> a really interesting thing right now because I see the Zelda fans and the Horizon fans doing like, no, I'm the they're king dancing of the around pile. each other like little spiders. And the thing is, like, they're just yeah. they are games. That- a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. They're doing different things and that will, of course, appeal to different audiences. Like, And I, and I don't mean this pejoratively, but like the – the part of me that Horizon did appeal to was the part that likes Ubisoft style <clears throat> games that have open worlds, that have checkboxes, that let me like have a clear path of progression, that let me go like, okay, what is the next thing I want to work right. on on my character? What is the next loot I want to work towards? What is the next like, how do I go up this list? How do I check off each of these powers, et cetera? Um, and then the Zelda thing was, of course, like that appealed to the part of me that liked really good games. I have a That's Zelda. all I'm saying about that. Oh. That's all you're saying about wow. that. Wow. Well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let you. You can be aggressive all you want. No, Austin. it's that's not, that's not how you convinced me the last time. You used your words, Austin. <laughs> yeah, but then I lost you, so I'm gonna try this other way now. <laughs> you gotta use the distortion. Field I have to use it, right. Yeah, exactly. Emanated. No, I think it's, I think that, that that is an interesting thing. And then, and then the thing for me there is just like, I here's here's the thing that actually happened yesterday was uh, someone on Twitter messaged Patrick and I to say straight up like. Uh, I'm having a really good time with Mass Effect Andromeda, 
what's wrong with me? Like, oh. is that allowed? And <laughs> like, my dude, you're allowed it's to okay just like to the like thing stuff. that other people are dunking on. Yeah. Like, I guess the question is being for you two. What do you do when you're in that position? Do you do the thing where you feel like you're asking for permission? Do you do the thing where you feel like you're waving the flag for it, like holding up the banner? Or do you just like stay quiet and like, eh, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to let these people talk shit and just like enjoy the thing for myself. Well, it's weird because we're in the positions where like we're contributing to like the larger discussion about yeah. the game. True. So in like for, for my position, it's like if I think of a game, like part of the reason like I essentially took 30 hours, 40 hours of Zelda, put it on pause and said, I'm going to dive deep into Nier was like, yo, motherfuckers are forgetting about this game. Right. Like, I'm going to go focus on Nier, and I'm going to do what I can to sort of, like, change the discussion in the direction of Nier, or at least give that game its due. Mm-hmm. So I, I I, have trouble being in the position that the, the, the person who wrote the letter is in, because as, like, just an anonymous person on the internet, who if they said, I like this game, like, their impact is less than what any of us three, or anyone on Waypoint, or anyone that's the rights well games for living, has in terms of, like, impacting that general discussion but i do uh like that feeling that he has of like feeling on the outside of something that sucks like when you want to like something or something seems like something you should like and you don't and everyone else around you does like it like that is a bummer feeling to have like there's no reason for him to have spent uh a hundred plus hours probably playing that game in search of something that he probably figured out in the first 15 you know if you want to be generous with giving a game it's due but i i certainly like you know part of the reason i fell in love with dark souls was like that feeling left out was uh-huh. like i'm gonna go find out what's up with this game um and fortunately i got to the other side of it in a way that made me happy but there's another version of that where you you dive into it and realize like oh it's just not for me and i wish i saw what everyone else did are there times when you feel like you do want to rain on the parade yes what's an example of that <laughs> other, other the witness it's the witness I mean, it's if I I personally feel like like I've been hurt by a game. And I get like <laughs> I obviously, like I don't think this is a secret. I get really emotional about games. I get if mm-hmm. I if I love something, I do want to have a parade for it, especially if it's something I don't see getting what I feel like is due attention. It helps that it's or my the, job. Or to the do other this. way, which is like Or the other way where it's like this thing everybody loves, I'm just kind of like kind of so sucks, what? man. Yeah. You know. I, I try not to be juvenile about it. I try to actually have real criticisms mm-hmm. put forth. Like with The Witness, I actually think that that game has a serious fucking attitude problem. Like I think right. it actually is looking down on its players in yeah. a lot of places. So I feel like, oh, that's appropriate. I, I'm not trying to punch down at something. I'm I'm punching at something that is punching down in my view, mm, basically. Right. I, for me, there's definitely a bit of that stuff when it comes to – you know, it, it – the thing that ends up being tough for me is like I never want to take something away from a, somebody or a fan group or something like that. Right. Like I want them to be able to enjoy their time with something. Like that's a cool thing. But there are times when like well, like when we did the Horizon like letter series, we all had something to say about Horizon. It was a huge game. We wanted to devote a lot of editorial attention to it. Um, on the one hand, it was cool. Like I got the last word. I was the last person to send out a letter about it. But yeah. also, it meant like for four days straight, it was like people talking about like genuinely their experience with this game that I did not have and feeling like, oh, I just want – and like and everyone on the internet who the reviews like embargo was up sharing those same really positive stories. And there was part of me that was like, 
I just want to start tweeting about this fucking game. I want to start tweeting about the <laughs> negative experiences I've had, but I'm going to wait until my piece goes up. To that, that is more measured than that negative hot take that I would put on Twitter. That is like, here's what I really like about it. Here's what I had problems with, um, because I know that there are people out there like me who can align their interests to what my interests are and to like their taste to my tastes and are curious to see if it will line up for them. Um, it's tough because yeah. you don't it's it's I'm not a critic who likes raining on a parade even though I do a lot of that. That is not like my favorite thing we do. It's not your MO. You're not doing it to rain on the parade. I think it's my MO, but it's not an MO. It's an MO. It's like I'm a Batman villain. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I I'm seeing it now. Like I'm it's like I'm the Riddler. Like it's like I can't help it. I have to leave a clue it's to my own. It's part of what you do. It's part of what I do. Yeah. But yeah. but it's not like the part of what I do that I like. Right. I like it's like the, the highest review I've ever given was for Undertale, and like I'm never like I I'm so thrilled I got to write that review because I was elated about it. Writing about Zelda recently, like oh wow, like this I get to take the limiter off if that yeah. makes sense as yes. a critic. I don't know if you two have that feeling and ever or like. That when I'm writing positively about a game, when I wrote about Dark Souls 3, for instance, I had to be like very measured. Like, okay, part of me is just in love with this because it's the end of the series. I really like endings. I really like Dark Souls. I'm going to make sure that I'm not being too boisterous with my affection. I want to save that for when I really need it. Does that is that a thing that you two do as critics? Or yeah, do you I mean, just go like, all especially in? when you have like yeah, you know, especially when you have games that like speak to you in a specific way, like like you know, playing like Resident Evil 7, which is like that's a game that like in every sense like ticks off so many boxes that are for me that sometimes you feel like when you're sitting down to write about it or talk about it that maybe you need to like step back from those mm-hmm. ticked boxes and be like uh you know how does this play to to other people like if you're not specifically me who is into x y and z right. like this game probably plays differently but i, I you know it, that's a decent thought experiment but also i don't know i don't worry about that part too much because i like What's nice about talking about games in 2017 yeah. is that, like, there's no reason for you to be a generalist. And so, you know, the the reason someone wants to read my review of RE7 is because, like, dude, you're super into horror movies. Yeah. Like, that's that's your angle. Like, that's 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 where I come from. And so, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm aware of that, but also uh, increasingly, it's it's not like a thing that you have to worry about. Yeah, I just try to be as honest as humanly mm-hmm. possible. And Often, honestly, I am really excited about something. It's not me just sitting there trying to cheerlead. It's like, no, I actually am so happy about this yeah. thing or so pissed I off. I wish about I could live thing. like you. <laughs> like I this is like a gen this is like a genuine thing. Out. Is yeah, that like you know. well like mine are too. It's just like you can the thing about the thing about emotions is that there's it's not a volume knob. Right. It's it's, uh, it's more of a torrent of no. It's like blood. I think that each each <laughs> level of like each part of the emotion has its own volume knob. I'm really turned up in that middle area of like being blasé and being bored and being <laughs> like, oh yeah, I get it. I'm like, sure. okay, this is cool, and that's not a really fun way to live. No, I, it turns out that would annoy me. A it's lot. a weird thing because like, but it makes those <laughs> highs super high. It makes like going to see Get Out like go, oh wow. Like I've seen a lot of the movies that this production company has put out. I'm like, oh yeah, like okay, yeah, like it was a decent like schlocky horror movie. Sure. And then that comes out and it's like, oh wow, like I've reserved that 
and I'm not saying that's the best way to live in any way. Like, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I don't just, think you get to control. Any, I nobody fucking gets to wish. Control any of I us. wish yeah, I could yeah. be so enthusiastic. Yeah. But the thing that ends up being a bummer around that is I do the thing. So like Patrick, for you, it's like oh wow, like horror games. I'm going to get excited about a horror game that's going to contribute to the thing. There are definitely things that I think thematically are things I should be into, and I don't end up being into them. Where it's like, oh, this new cyberpunk game came out. Like, hmm, yeah. But you like cyberpunk, right. Austin, or you like mechs. Like that means you like everything with a mech in it. Like, mm, yeah. Ah, uh, like I, sure. I, I know I'm. The if anything, m- you're. If anything, you're more discerning. Right. With I guess your genre interests. Yeah. I. Mm, I have to think about this. I have to figure out: is there a way for me to become more open-hearted as a cr- not open, as a critic, as a human, <laughs> as a human, <laughs> as a human who ex- enjoys media? I mean, there's there's some fine Disney movies that would help you. With a lot of songs about opening your heart. No, nah, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't help. I grew up on Disney movies, yeah. Danielle. I, that's how I turned out you know, like this. I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I turned out like this because I was like, no, this isn't as you good as Aladdin. Too many Disney movies. This is Aladdin. Aladdin's up here. You're down here. So many people have Notre, said that. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hey, my cousin animated three of the gargoyles in that movie. Which three? I mean, there only are three main gargoyles. Well, then, <laughs> why'd you say three of? <laughs> Because I thought about it for a second, I realized there weren't four. I thought there, okay. were, there was a fourth. Maybe there was a fourth gargoyle and it got cut. I don't know. Ooh, the fourth gargoyle. No one knows. Okay, Hunchback of <laughs> Notre Dame is a pretty good movie, actually. I liked the I liked the music in that movie. It's very if good. I remember correctly. Very good. Esmeralda is a very very interesting. You're making and good my point Disney for me. Princess. This is what I'm saying. I'm just saying you like complex storylines. It's maybe Earth. the most morally gray Disney movie. I don't think that's true. Don't. From that era. Okay, guys. It's about an activist. Who wants to make the world better for her people? Yeah, it's about a priest. Gray bit. Okay, I'm not saying it's not. You know, it, uh, yeah, it has it has politics. It's, it's dunking it has a, a on politics. the church. Yes, that was not morally gray. I guess for you're right. Austin of that era. You know, I, he I guess you're right. He was in Catholic school and was ready to dunk on the church. Let me tell you. Okay, I get you. I, you know, Patrick's making a face. This took a turn. <laughs> The bells. Where am the I? The bells. The bells of Notre Dame. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're out of energy <laughs> I, and out of microphones. The bell told for me. It had to be a short episode because someone else has to come in here and yes. record. That's the actual truth is we're out of time because we spent a lot of time <laughs> troubleshooting audio this week. Good uh, We'll be back on Monday. Yeah, we to, will. To a, uh, who knows what the audio setup will be? Yeah. We'll figure it out somewhere. We're going to have futuristic just pods that are going to come oh, down it'll be like, hover get by smart. our faces. It'll be like the, yeah, the, the, get the smart, giant the, cone the, thing. The cone of silence yes. and get smart. I like Get Smart a lot. It's a great show. Grew up on Get Smart. Oh, anyway, we'll be back on Monday. You can find me at Austin underscore Walker on Twitter. You can find Danielle. And, Danielle or I. And Patrick. You can find me at Patrick Glover. Hey, this, uh, people, sh- people should call your representative. They're about yes. to vote on something. They, yes, you should call them. The American Health Care Act. Go call your representative Give even them if they're feelings. already, yeah, even if it's yes or no, like whatever your politics. Give them a call. Go like, get engaged. Be engaged. Like, this is, be involved. Yeah. This is for real. I had a, I had a, I had a great moment. Uh, I'll tell the story really quick. Yeah, where please. I was calling my representative, who is a uh, Republican, and so I was just calling to say, hey, you know, encourage him to vote no. And then they ask for your information because they won't actually care. Like this is also like, don't call other representatives. No, call representative, your like, rep. Doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And so you know, he is my rep, and so he's taking out my information. You know, I asked my address, blah blah blah, and then uh, I said my name, and he's like, wait. Patrick Klupik? Like there was a long <laughs> pause. Like, I wasn't sure how to respond. Like he was clearly indicating that he knew fan. who I was, yeah. but then just dropped it and was like, "All right, thank you." And I was like, oh, mm. "Okay, okay, <laughs> click." 
I was like, I just gave you my address. I like, hope, please don't be a gamer gator. Yeah. <laughs> I hope your state. I hope your rep doesn't dox you. Please. I know. Oh, God. Well, please don't. Did you talk to your please rep, don't. or did you talk to your, like one of your reps? No, some intern oh, that was Patrick. never talked to the rep. Why? There's no way to talk the to the guy. Is seriously a fan of yours? No question. Wow. That's. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to have faith in in humanity. Okay. We'll all have choose to have faith you in something faith. Uh, over the next couple of days. We'll see how things shake out. Um, <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna tune it off right now because someone is banging at the door. Shout outs to Tim Barnes, our producer. Shout outs to to Dylan Coburn, also helping us do the live stream production. Shout outs to Bowen, whose song "Miss You." You can listen to it's our theme song. You can listen to it off the EP Pale Machine. Waypoint.zone slash b o e n. Go to waypoint.vice.com for everything we do. That's going to do it for us this week. Actually, it's not. We're going to be back in a bit and do a stream. So look for that. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.